I'm ahead of you. You can have it all. Cause making love. You gonna finish the sentence or not? Every time we every time we do. It's worse than drugs. Cause mm, I'm ironic. an addict over you. And you know, and you know. All right. The the writing was on the wall a long time ago, Jodeci. <laughs> we should have seen the signs. They were literally everywhere. Literally. Literally. Literally everywhere. What's happening? Praise the Lord, niggas. Praise what's happening, sis. Praise the Lord, niggas. Oh, He's worthy. Sis. Still. Every day. How are you? Listen, that's all I got. I How are you? Yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> I'm better. Up. I'm better than listen, but you know it happens. We've had weeks like that. I think mine was last week. So yeah, man, let's do it. It just be happening. What's going on with the going ons? How was your week? It was just a collection of seven days. Yes, I yes. didn't die. We thank God, I think. Now, um, what's going on with you in your life? You know, it's just the same old, same old. Um, gearing up for some, gearing up for some travel, uh, getting ready for that. We got Atlanta coming soon. Next week, actually, I'll be in D.C. this weekend. So I'll get to lay eyes on your face. Unfortunately. And, oh, sis. I it's it's always a pleasure every time. Um, being DC this weekend, Atlanta after that, LA after that, and then DC again. True. You're yeah. booked. You're booked. Booked and busy, as are you. Yeah, man. That's what's going on. <laughs> um yeah, so you want to jump right in? Like, what what should we discuss? Yeah. I don't know anything. Let's let's jump let's jump into some trash. Let's let's talk about some things that don't matter and some things that do. Uh, did oh you, wait, it's my bad. It? No, what? Welcome, guys. It's time for getting grown with Jade and Kia, um, where we talk about all of the twists and turns and triumphs and trials and um taxes and terrible things that come as a result of being an adult in the year of our lord 2018 um yes i hope that this is not your first time joining us but if it is um we talk about all kinds of things um not limited to uh you know um pop culture uh what else do we talk about talk about adulting we talk about all everything that comes with adulting yeah man a whole hodgepodge of foolishness if you are here again and you listen to the show you know on a semi-regular basis we certainly appreciate you spending your time with us and uh yeah now that we formally introduced ourselves and introduced you to this program we can jump into our very first segment let's do it so good to have a responsible one. My ass just be like, what up? Anyway. <laughs> I mean, so, I just remember that we have to always speak our formal hellos. And you're right. 
You're yeah, right. Man. We have to. Um, so taking out the trash, did you watch any of the Oscars? No, not okay. one drop of it. I I literally turned it on and saw Jordan Peele win and turned it right back off. Um, but congratulations. See, oh my God. So many congratulations. He deserves it. I'm so glad that he won something that was not comedy, best screenplay, best original screenplay. So, uh, it was very well deserved. Get out was one of my favorite movies of last year and one of my favorite movies period, I think at this point. So I didn't see yes. it, but I've heard wonderful things and I'm so glad that you blacks enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, I did not really, really I did good. not. It was good. Yeah. It was not a horror movie. I know a lot of people didn't want to see it because they thought it was going to be a horror movie. It wasn't. It was I think just... I'm the only person that didn't see it, and I'm okay with that. But it's uh, I'm pretty day. sure everybody saw it. One day, one day. But me. Things come. So um, yeah, Jordan Peele was there in his white jacket. I did see some picture of that on the Twitter at some point. I think this morning um, I saw there was a little Black Panther reunion. That was mm-hmm. a joyous uh moment um and i think i saw tiffany haddish yes being niggerish you can always we can always count on her for that and i just i'm glad that she's glowing up and winning i I did see a clip of her and maya rudolph um present and that was a good that was a good time i know she wore her uh white dress again for the third time i fully endorse it um, I, it's real like nobody like we are not out here wearing items of clothing one time i know i'm not listen all of my clothes are in syndication i've said this it. before i will continue to say it running on paid. all major they networks they have checks that's it <laughs> like, that's fine it's running like, on all major cable networks and as well as streaming entities I, as well because i got some pieces as old as seventh heaven and i you know i, I add a couple new ones every now and again but there are many pieces in my in my wardrobe that are in heavy rotation. As so, they very well should be, because clothing clothing is an investment. So I fully, fully endorse this. Uh that Tiffany, you know, wearing her clothes over and over again. I think mm-hmm. she should. Yeah. That's just I, real life. I stand right behind it, but I I was cracking up because and shout out to her, big ups and all of that. Um she shouted out her her father, who has since passed, um, and said she wanted to shout out her Eritrean side. Yes, I saw that. I saw that while she was hopping over that uh, velvet rope to accost uh, Meryl yes. Streep. Yeah, to accost. Mm-hmm. I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> to smother Meryl Streep with her. No, no, no. I mean, I get it. Go get your go get your blessing, Tiffany. Go- I'm not at all mad. I'm yes. not at all mad. Mary Mary told you, um, but. So I was cracking up at that she's wanted to shout out her Eritrea inside because her father is from um Eritrea. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I always thought it was Eritrea, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. So I don't <laughs> I don't know. I'm from White Plains, New York. So, so that's very real. <laughs> I um I I mean, I know that I thought it was Eritrean. I did. Oh, maybe, but, maybe it uh, is Eritrean. I, okay. I, I mean, like I said, hey. I've been wrong before, and it's probably going to happen many more times before I die. So she I looked think, like a Havisha princess in her <laughs> Eritrean garb. I mean, maybe we should just ask the Google machine really quickly. I mean, I don't want to be wrong, and I certainly don't want to be offensive. But 
absolutely. Anyway, you, anyway, you slice this coin. Tiffany looked amazing. And um, yeah, I'm happy for her. I'm sorry. I am actually looking up pronunciation. I too. Oh, okay. It is Eritrea. There you go. I we stand can. corrected. Thank you, Googleisha. We appreciate you. You are always here for me, girl. All right. So moving right along. So that was the Oscars. Great. All of that. Black China is dating a child. I don't care. Isn't she a child herself? How old is Black China? Um, about to be 30. Oh, how old is this child? 18. Mm. Well, I child. suppose. He looks like a child. He's a child. So her and Tyga definitely have something in common. Stevie J is going oh, to jail. No. Again? For owing for going for owing 1.3 million in child support and apparently is going to prison for years. Well, there you have it. So that's that. Auntie Mary is finally divorced. Thank the living Lord Hallelujah. Jesus the Christ. I am so happy for her. She deserves to be completely, completely separated um, in all forms and fashion from this light-eyed nigga. Amen. Let's all get a filet of fish and celebrate that. Beyonce and her husband are going on tour again. They they did not announce. They just dropped tickets on Ticketmaster. <laughs> I saw that, but then I also saw that they deleted it. Like, I don't know. if Was that a, a glitch? I don't I don't know, but I saw on Twitter someone I saw, I think it was Vibe magazine that said earlier that they dropped the the link for pre-sale tickets and then they deleted the link for pre-sale tickets. So I don't I don't know. Um I guess we could follow that up as well. But I don't um yeah, I mean I heard I feel like it's it's all i I'm not prepared. So Oh, I did don't you know hear if I'm gonna make off? this one? I'm not prepared I did. for this either. And what did you think about it? I I mean, it was cool. I didn't have any uh, anything negative to say about it. I listened to it one time and turned it off. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't like uh, it wasn't life changing. But I I don't think that I'm the worst for listening to it. Um, <laughs> I did. I listened to it one time. Latoya, I was on face. I think I was talking to Latoya, and she was like, "You should listen to it." So I googled it and I listened to it, and then I said, "Okay, I did that." Okay. Fair um, I, I I did. I I I saw. I heard. I think I was listening for the NDA sign, uh, NDA um line, and I heard it. Yeah, <laughs> and I was just like, well, I mean, now you know. The more you know. Yes, and she definitely did say Tiffany. So, if you were trying to figure out if she did or not, she did. I. Okay, I guess I didn't know that I was supposed to be listening for her to say Tiffany. When did she say? I, mm. she, see, she I said it like Crystal said you have to listen with headphones. Oh, um, so yeah. I did, and you hear her shouted in the background when she talked about signing a non-disclosure. Um, she's like <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> so it didn't sound malicious. It was just like, girl, didn't I tell you? You should mm, know better. Mm, mm. Hard-headed. Well, hard-headed. So there's that, and um, that's it. That's pretty much all we have for trash. I'm not prepared at all for these tickets. I feel like Beyonce has no respect for my grown adult problems. I have to buy. I have to pay my car insurance this week. It's my rent is due. I just don't have to give her hundreds of dollars. But we'll see how it all works out. 
I mean, it always does, but it's just, <laughs> it's just, why, Beyonce? Why do you have to do this right now? But we should have known. We saw it coming. I mean, we always see it coming. They say when you see Beyonce with the fuzzy braid, she's up to something. And sure enough. That's true. So true. Anyway, I mean, let's. I want to be supportive. And I will leave that, you know, to the Lord. Because that's really <laughs> that's all, all I got. That's all you can do, honestly. I will truly. leave it to the Lord. I will leave that to the Lord. Anyway, let's move on to shout out to my sis. Let us move forward. My sis is popping right now. Like. Well, Shalom Habarigani. Uh, what's <laughs> the news, good people of Melanin? Uh, we're here for shout out to my sis now, uh, where we do, uh, where we shout out all of our popping sistren and brethren. Uh, the very first, we have two because it's Women's History Month and mm-hmm. there's just so many women around the world doing amazing popping things. So we just, you know, why limit it to one when there could be two? That's right. Um, uh, The very first uh, of the shout out to my sis uh, comes from a young lady by the name of Brandilyn or Brandilyn uh, Franks. Brandilyn writes, Dear Jade and Kia, A Wrinkle in Time releases on March 9th. You bet your sweet ass it does, and I will be president and accounted for. Cannot but I, wait. But I digress. Yes, indeed. And Sisters in the Storm has issued a challenge to provide tickets for girls and non-boys <laughs> uh, to watch the movie for free in eight theaters across the United States. <laughs> Girls that took me. Bo- I wasn't ready. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> that was good. Either. Anyway, I'm sorry. We are. I'm sorry. We are just. We are a mess. <laughs> I apologize. Okay. Uh, this uh, challenge is named in the honor of Little Storm Stormaya Denson Jackson and the lead character of the movie, uh, also Storm Sisters in the Storm, uh, which is my girl Jasmine, uh, which my girl Jasmine Whitaker belongs to, believes that. Quote, black girls are a storm, roaring tempests from the moment they come into being thunderous and bold, full of dancing, whirling winds and remarkable energy. Sometimes they are too much for the world and it will ask them to shrink, to quiet quiet their spirits and to put out their light. But black girls shine anyway. Um, There is a GoFundMe link to join the um, Sisters in the Storm organization in raising money to send girls and non-boys to watch the movie A Wrinkle in Time for free. We will provide that link to you in the uh, information box um, mm-hmm. so that you can uh, ensure that more, um, that, we, that actually as many girls and non-boys as possible can <laughs> attend this uh, movie. This, um, so I think that we should absolutely support them. The GoFundMe has exceeded its goal already, but hell, let's double it. We have five days to do it, four days to do it. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to donate as well. Y'all check out the link. GoFundMe.com forward slash a witch challenge to send little brown girls and non-boys to see a a wrinkle in time uh, in eight theaters across the United States this weekend. Let's do it. I love girls, 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 girls. I do adore. Oh, we know. know, I'm going to punch you in your face. (laughs) I'm, sorry. Smack you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. Please, please read the second shout out to my sis. Well, 
In light of our next shout out to my sis is from you Adrian. See how I did that? You see, you should make me. <laughs> I, that was a mean alley oop, bro. But I'm gonna go ahead. <laughs> um, it's from Adrian, aka Dandy, who I had the pleasure of meeting at the Jaden XD live show last year at well, hey girl. Uh, CS ULA. Um, Adrian writes in to let us know that she is the host and creator of the Do Tell podcast, a place for queer people of color to come and tell their story. Uh, she is co-hosting a free event with another sis, Chloe, a.k.a. Zora Knows. The event will be held at Ode to Babel in New York, which is in Brooklyn, on March 17th at 6 p.m. The event is a mixer for LGBTQ identified people of color to come learn and mingle. So it is out there for any queer sisters, brothers, gender nonconforming homies listening. If you guys can make it out and I'll be sure to post that information in the description box. Also, just this little tidbit. Ode to Babel is one of my favorite bars. I love the vibe. I love the bartenders. So make sure you guys tip them and take care of them, and make it out for the event, because it sounds like it's going to be a good time. Show you right. And that's it this week. All righty then. Um. That's like my Never favorite. Did favorite favorite thing (laughs) in life i used to do that in middle school and get like (laughs) in trouble (laughs) because what y'all don't realize is that jim james uh jim carrey is actually a vocalist because that nigga was well sorry he's a white man he was actually singing like which i which i may not have understood but jim carrey was singing. He had tone. He was absolutely he singing. He had vocal control. There was placement. <laughs> I'm telling you, he was singing. All righty. That nigga sunk. It sounds like the beginning of a Beyonce record. It was she should definitely put that tone. The and then, you know, in the whole dream motif, they had like it, they looped it. It was reverbed. I'm telling you, it was a song. Nah, it was a movie. Anyway, I digress. Today's episode of Getting Grown is brought to you by Color of Change, the nation's largest online racial justice organization. Color of Change successfully designs campaigns powerful enough to end practices that unfairly hold Black people back and champion solutions that move us all forward. Their new Race in the Writers' Room report revealed many of the injustices that surround the narratives that continue to whitewash the stories that shape America. The report also found that when Black people were given a true platform, the stories that were developed were more nuanced and did not invoke racial stereotypes, for which some writers reported feeling proud. With the emergence of a dynamic movies like Black Panther, Get Out, and A Wrinkle in Time, it's clear that when we hashtag tell Black stories, we amplify our truth and positively influence the media narrative. Visit colorofchange.org to join us as we fight for a better world for Black people until justice is real. All right, Blacks, let's gather around the kitchen table today uh, and discuss a few things. Do you have any snacks? I actually left my snack in the kitchen now that I'm thinking about it, so it's not going to do me no good. But anyway. I have no snacks. I um I made dinner, 
and I, I ate an appetizer beforehand, and we'll eat more later. But I made so ooh, <clears throat> so my coworker's husband caught salmon in Alaska. Right, <laughs> your face. And no, I like me, salmon. I mean, it tastes like Alaskan River. It is so fresh. So I remixed it. I made it last night. I baked it last night, but I made a sauce real fast out of some white wine and some olives and some tomatoes and some shallots classy. and some garlic and lemon and just kind of a whole bunch of stuff that I found in the fridge into a sauce. Very to classy. To try to repurpose it. Nah, nigga, that's repurposing. And then mm. some roasted red potatoes, some cream spinach, and some balsamic sauteed green beans and tomatoes. I'm glad that you're eating actual meals. I had wheat thins and some frozen mango. And uh, that's <laughs> that all. That's delicious. literally the best that I could do. That sounds absolutely delicious, actually. You know how I feel about wheat thins. I just don't even use my kitchen anymore because for what? You're busy. You're gone, sis. You're, you have things to do. Tell me about it. Anyway. Uh, 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 um. So today around the kitchen table, we're going to talk about the workplace because that's where I spend, you know, 20 of the 24 hours of each day. <laughs> and um, so I just thought we would have a conversation because not not specifically tied to any event in my life right now, but I was just been giving some thought about like workplace dynamics. And I thought it would be uh, it would behoove us to just think intentionally and purposefully about relationships in the workplace, because I can say that not being intentional about those dynamics has kind of caused me some stress and strain as a youth. So in in my older years, uh, I think, you know, it's worth thinking about it. You know, if I had to do all over again, if I would have if I would have if I know what I know now then, then I think life would have been a bit easier. So that's a long way of introducing um, this question. So let me ask you, do you feel like it is, we should have friends in the workplace? Um, I don't think it's a matter of should or shouldn't. Um, on Jaden XD, we have had an entire Say No to Coworkers campaign because <laughs> sometimes oh coworkers could be the bane of your existence. So when you say However, say no to coworkers, does that mean like you do not engage <laughs> with them? Yes. You do not have like engage with them outside of the boundaries of your responsibilities or even within your uh, the boundaries of your of your job? Um, it's, uh, you know, the movement was really just say no to coworkers all around. Like, okay. No. Absolutely not. Nope. We don't have to hang. Nope. You cannot come over here and use my stapler. Nope. Don't take nothing off my desk. However, <laughs> that is just, you know, it is a, it is partially a joke. We also have apparel, jnexy.com, where you can buy Say No to Coworkers sweatshirt. You better sell this merchandise. <laughs> do what you got to do. How we live. You know what I'm saying? Um, But in all seriousness, I have met some really dope people in the course of my um history of work and there are a few people that I have kept in touch with and you know there are people that I've not kept in touch with so I don't think it's a matter of should or shouldn't I think it's always nice to have allies in the in the in the workplace because it just makes for a more enjoyable work day I can say I really enjoy my coworkers now um, we don't necessarily hang out outside of work very often but we you know we have a really good working relationship and you know, it's nice. And then there are other people who I've kept in touch with and we've become friends. So I think it just kind of depends on the dynamic of of, of the person, kind of like how you guys fit in together. 
Agreed. I think that, um, so I have, um, so I think I have not had, I have, okay. I'm not saying that you should just not be friendly or amicable or, um, you know, just uh, a cordial, nice person in the workplace. That's not what I'm saying, but I do feel like it's smart to have some boundaries or even like a, a policy that you enforce when it comes to workplace relationships, um, because, because, you know, being around people every day, um, being close proximity to people, engaging with them every day for, you know, collaborative projects and so forth and so on. Um, it can kind of, uh, lead people to, uh, blur the lines of, you know, your boundaries if you don't set them. Um, right. I hope that makes sense. I guess I'm saying it, um, cause you know, it, it, people become familiar very quickly and mm-hmm. especially, you know, there's a lot of emotion and, you know, just go, going through life and dealing with day-to-day stresses of work, it's easy for you and your emotion to kind of get caught up in, um, that and kind of lose sight of, um, you know, boundaries and things that keep you, you know, keep your, well, well, later uh, enforce and protect your sanity when it comes to these kind of uh, relationships. So I just thought it would be useful for us to spend a little bit of time talking about the pros and cons of um, friendship in the workplace, uh, defining boundaries around workplace friendships, uh, whether or not we should have policies that as it relate to, um, you know, workplace relationships. And when I say policy, I'm not talking about like you printing out five things and stapling it to the wall of your cubicle or even articulating them, you know, vocally up front. You don't, you know, <laughs> you know before like when you These need somebody. These are my rules. Exactly. Like, I'm not saying that you have to have people sign friendship contracts or anything like that. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying for yourself, it's important for yourself to um, think about what kinds of relationships you want to have with the people that you work with and, you know, why or why not, um, you know, it's important for you to be intentional about the kinds of relationships or the extent to which you uh, share certain parts and aspects of yourself and your life with the people who work with you every day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fair. So do you want to start with a story or do you want to <laughs> jump into what what I found on the interwebs? Um, I can jump in with a story. Awesome. Um, as to why it is so important for you to set boundaries in the workplace. Now, okay. the story I'm going to tell you um, is from many, 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 many moons ago. I was actually about to go to college. Okay. And so I picked up a collection agency job. <laughs> nice. Um, you know what I'm saying? I was so like, you were, right, the call- were you calling people saying, you know, you're 60 yeah. days delinquent? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I just had like mad account show up on the screen. You was the Jake's Virginia. This was yeah. And I got called all kinds of monkey niggas and all <laughs> kinds of shit. But <laughs> I digress. He's like, I ain't got um, it. I'm not going to have it tomorrow. <laughs> All right, cool. So do you have $132? If you have $73, then we can just settle this right now. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. 
Okay. I hated it, but it was fine. You know what I'm saying? It was literally a job to pass the time and try to pay some bills mm-hmm. while I was waiting to go to school. Got so, it. So, um, for those who have never worked in a call center, collection agency, or whatever environment, it is one of the most raggedy, uh, awful places that you could pr- possibly ever work. Um, it is all the derelicts of society. <laughs> I have <laughs> never. We were, I think we were talking about this recently. Like I, that's one kind of job <laughs> yeah, I've we never had. I have never worked at a call center. I definitely, definitely did. Um, and it is, I mean, it is, I was, I was young. I'm about to go to school, but it's like niggas, you know, with mad child support. I told y'all about Mac who Love. used to go and cash his check at the liquor store and disappear for the rest of the day. Oh, Cause gosh. you know, he only made $13 by the time all his child support came out. And then there's Demetric who was super fat and tried to come for me on multiple occasions. Oh my God. And I had to ask him when's the last time he saw his dick. It was what? just really just oh. a very ratchet environment. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> it was really big. So anyway, um, so there was this girl, right? I'm going to just, her name was Tasha. And so me and Tasha became really, really cool. Tasha was West Indian and she like made a ridiculous amount of money for no reason. I don't understand how she lived the way that she lived, but she lived a very lavish life for somebody who worked in a call center. She also attended ITT Tech. Come on. So <laughs> so Tasha lived near the workplace. We used to go to her crib like at lunch and she had like mad snacks and food. It was crazy. She, you know, she would always go, she'd buy lunch and it just became this thing where it's like, this is just fabulous, but like how this girl lives or whatever, right? Oh, let's go get our feet done. No, girl, I'm broke. Oh, I got it. I'm like, okay. Oh, let's go do this. Oh, so I got really, really cool with her, right? Again, super, super young, would never do this now. <laughs> so, uh, you say cool super- with her though. Do you say like y'all just was like kicking it at lunch or you was like telling each other each other's business? Oh, I never told her my business. Okay. But I did make one big mistake, which I'm getting ready to tell you all, right? Okay. So, no, rule number one. Don't tell your business. <laughs> Don't tell your business. Oh, anything God. that you do not want out there, anything that could be to the detriment. Don't tell your business. And I, I have always stood by that. But so, one day, like I'm transitioning bank accounts, right? I close my account at this one place, put my monies out, about to go to this other spot or whatever. So I need to pay my cell phone bill. So I'm just talking about it, like at one of our lunch sessions, just talking about it. I guess that was enough of my business, right? And so I'm like, yeah, I got to transfer, but I got to pay my phone bill, whatever, whatever. She's like, oh, just pay it with my card and give me the cash. And, you know, and then that way, by the time all your shit goes through, then, you know, you'll be good to go. Okay, cool. So gave her the cash. Whoop de whoop. Everything was great. The next time, the way Sprint had your account set up was that whatever card is on there oh is what pays, right? Yeah, I know By this, this time, all my stuff had gone through. Everything was great. I go to pay my phone bill, not even thinking about it. Let me explain one thing to you all. I'm a lot of things, but a thief is not one of them. <clears throat> so I go, pay the bill, do whatever, whatever. She comes some days later all up in arms about how I used her account. I'm like, what are you talking about? I, 
how what are you talking about like i gave you cash in your hand last time and i that was a one-time thing because i my my you know whatever was my card was whatever i was like what what are you i'm i don't know what you're talking about so she shows me so i'm like oh I was like, I went to go pay my bill. It must have just automatically done it. I was like, if that's the case, then here, here's the cash. You know what I'm saying? I'll make sure they take that out of there. It was an honest mistake. <clears throat> she is not a normal human being. And I should have known this in the course of hanging out with her by how she would talk about other people. Rule number two, always pay attention to how people treat other people and how they talk about other people. Because rest assured, it's going to come right back on you. <laughs> So I should have known she was crazy because she was a psycho. She was a psycho with her boyfriends. And I should have known the girl didn't have any friends. Okay. None. Rule number three. If a person has no friends, (laughs) be alarmed. You need to look into their eyes. Something is wrong. So, sorry, the story is almost done. So she goes on this whole like tirade, right? She's trying to, she starts writing shit on the walls in the bathroom at work like a child. What? Yes, she is crazy. And then she starts trying to tell me, she's a thief. Don't leave your purse around her. She's like going off or whatever. She takes me to management. (laughs) And I laugh just like that in the office. And I told them what happened. They were like, Tasha, that sounds like an honest mistake. If she gave you the cash and you know this happened the first, like this is how it happened the first time. It's like, I'm trying to, she did not steal from you. She doesn't care. She's not a rational person. That's right. My name in the bathroom. Finally, so talking about my mother's in prison. Like, oh, that's oh stop, my gosh. So, so I go to. T- so I'm I'm sick of her. Right. I ignore her for a long time because I'm like, this bitch is crazy. I'm just going to detach myself. Like, you're clearly not a reasonable or rational person. And you're so much older than me to be acting like this. Well, one day when she starts writing shit about my mom in the bathroom on the walls and like at work, I'm like, all right, boom. So somebody calls me and tells me that. So I drive to work. My parent, like I got, I put on sweatpants, put on a sweatshirt, put some gas in my car and drove straight up there. And I called her phone and she's like, I can't believe you have the audacity to call my phone. And she's cussing me out on the phone. Right. And I was like, you are doing all this whoop de whoop. I know you are working this Saturday shift. Come downstairs because I'm waiting in the parking lot. <laughs> like I'm sick. And she never came downstairs. So I never got the opportunity <laughs> to um, knock her shoulders around. But <laughs> I say all that to say oh, you must set boundaries in the workplace. <laughs> like because if you don't, there could be some very grave misunderstandings. <laughs> One Tasha potentially getting her ass whooped. Oh, save your God. But anyway, let's get into what your findings on the... Uh, well, I really, I don't know if... Uh, I mean, there's definitely some overlap. And I think that you've provided the people with some real life context. Um <laughs> Um, in terms of what the pros and cons of, of you know, workplace uh, relationships can be. Um, so I think that uh, it's, we're not going to belabor the point. So I guess it's suffice to say that we develop relationships with coworkers all the time because we see them and we spend a lot of time with them. So mm-hmm. no one's saying, like I said to, like I said before, no one's saying that you go in there and be, you know, call a cold shoulder and just like, don't talk to me. But, um, <laughs> but uh, uh, I do feel like you need to be 
um, you know, mindful. Cause like, you know, even though it's a good thing that you see your coworkers every day, it can be a bad thing that you see your coworkers every day. If you do not, uh, you know, establish boundaries around the nature of your relationship. So those boundaries, um, I think, I think, uh, let me see the life. This website is called liveabout.com. I will definitely provide all of the direct links, um, into in the in the description box but they provide five points uh to remember when friending a co-worker and um they give some information about the kinds of information that we should not share like things that we should definitely keep to ourselves so uh per jade's example the first one is anything related to money <laughs> including salary financial history uh bills anything like that uh it's not, you know, part like for, you know, it's not up for, up for discussion, discussion. Um, in your no. workplace relationships. You don't want those kind of people. You don't want uh, people who you see every day to have that kind of access to you and your business um, because, you Jay know. Jay went through that. So hopefully y'all don't have to go through that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the second one is sexual history. Uh, oh. I think that's just pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> Um, I married my coworker. You did. <laughs> you did. I did. Uh, but I mean, and I and I yeah. listen. I'm not. I know that workplace romance. That's probably an. That's a whole nother show. Uh, that guys can let us know if that's something that you want us to touch on. But um, you know, it's just risky business. Uh, and yeah. I think that. <laughs> You know, we should, I mean, I just think it's cool to have a general rule of practice to stay away from those kinds of things. Hey, things happen and oftentimes they work out for the best. But I mean, you should just go into every situation uh, with some precaution. Very cautious. Right? <laughs> with some caution. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Jay went through that. So hopefully y'all don't have to go through that. <laughs> the third one is illness or health concerns. Um, I think that this is included because in instances of uh you know sp spite or I don't, you know they, uh, the article says that you know you give to people too much information there's always a chance that these kinds of things will be brought back up um in context that you know people throw things in your face um and people will share like just like you share even if you share this kind of information with them in confidence they'll share it with others um and mm -hmm. you know can impact the way that the other people in the workplace view you um and it's just like you know uh, a breeding ground for rumors and all kinds of stuff to get started so be very careful if you have a illness or health concerns um there are things that uh you know Times, you know, if you have doctor's appointments, things like that, these are things that you would probably share with your direct supervisor, but maybe not something that you would, information that you will share laterally um, with coworkers and things like that. Um, also, the details of your job performance reports or reviews, like that's, that's uh, also not something that you would want to share. Um, and personal issues that might cause problems for you at work. Um, the other, uh, you know, kind of general points about um, establishing friendships in the workplace, just kind of encourage, uh, you know, being friendly and having collegial relationships for purposes of collaboration, but, you know, erring on the side of, uh, you know, not telling these people all your business, not getting caught up in, you know, doing too many um, outside social things with, with, uh, you know, coworkers, because 
I think the moral of the story is once once the relationship, I mean, if things are, if relationships are going great, like Jade and Tasha, they was all <laughs> hanging out together, getting their toes done, going to lunch together. There's nothing wrong with it. Once we think, when things were on the up and up, everything was great. But it just took one thing to kind of <laughs> ruin the relationship. And it, it's never... When, when it blows up, it doesn't stay between the two co-workers. It's always something that the entire organization gets wind of um, and it can become a, uh, a a full-blown forest fire before you, before you know it. Um, and, it and the only thing was, the, crazy, the, the only thing was everybody was like, we told you Tasha was crazy. Like, everybody, <laughs> nobody, it didn't become a thing where it was like, oh, Jade's a thief. Don't leave your purse around Jade. Like, it was never anything like that. It was just like, girl, you should have known. We told you that girl was crazy. And I'm like, I know. I know. But then the next scandal that falls behind your health concerns, mm-hmm. because I feel like there are certain things that you can say mm-hmm. just off of the strip that, you know, let's say that you have a real, you know, you have something big and you have to have regular doctor's appointments or things like that. That might be something that not necessarily that you need to share with your coworkers, something more that you need to share with management. Right. Um, just so they're aware, you know, and they know what your circumstances are. Totally. But in that same trashy um, <laughs> uh collection agency oh, there was this one girl who got a bout of chlamydia oh and so <laughs> oh savior so not the class she told somebody else in confidence that she took an antibiotic because of her bout of chlamydia and therefore it ended up spreading everywhere see? when old girl got mad at see her see there so you just see there that's why <laughs> boundaries <Woo! laughs> holy god you just have boundaries i mean <laughs> listen I'm just grateful. I was telling Jay earlier when we were planning for the show, um, due to the nature of my work, um, there are projects and things um, and instances where I will work with colleagues, you know, stuff across the department. Um, but the main meat and potatoes of my job is one, is one project that I am pretty much solely responsible for. So a lot mm-hmm. of my work is done independently. And um, I think that that is a blessing because that not only does that suit my <laughs> my personality and personal work style, but I feel like that saves me from um, having to have experienced some of the, the, the things that come uh, by way of, um, you know, strained relationships with your coworkers. Um, and, <clears throat> you know, sometimes it'll it'll. I mean, I'm not going to say that I, I have not been uh, that I've never had to like I've, I've never had friendships with with people that I've worked with. I think that it is, you know, I definitely I think every time every phase of my life, I've developed relationships with the people who I spend, you know, the majority of my time with. Um, but, mm-hmm. you know, no one stays at just the nature of our generation is that we don't stay at jobs five and 10 and 15 years like our parents have. Um, And just by virtue of bouncing around a lot, a lot of times when the nature of, uh, or the dynamics of the conditions of your relationship um, change, like, you know, when a lot of times we, we develop relationships with people by virtue of being around them all the time and spending lots of time with them. But when the nature of that relationship changes, meaning you get switched to a different department or you leave the organization altogether um, or you leave the state, 
you know, the relationship changes. So it's not, I don't think that I have half relate. I don't feel like the relationships that I had with people who I've worked with before are like done. Like, I feel like my network is still pretty vast. And if I need to call people who I work with formally, I can, because I've, you know, left the door open um, and -hmm. not kind of like, you know, shut people down, um, at least not to my knowledge, but um, just, you know, just because I don't see that person Monday through Friday, like I once did, like I said, like, you know, the, the relationship that has kind of fizzled out and that's okay. Like, it's not, it's not like, you know, a beef or something that is responsible for the, the relationship to decline in, in a sense. Um, but yeah, even still working independently and having to have, having friends who have had uh, experiences, you know, like Jade and her coworkers. Um, I have, <laughs> I have, you know, and then going through different things in my own personal life and observing and learning about who I am as a person has helped me in terms of having some rules uh, that I try to adhere to in navigating my work relationships. So, uh, you know, I'm conscious of the things that I say. Um, I'm, I'm pay attention to the behavior of, of my coworkers. Like uh, Jay said, you know, I have a coworker who is quick to blow the whistle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? On anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, uh, I've seen instances where I have observed her lack of loyalty. So like if someone mm-hmm. comes back from, if someone comes in the office, you know, a little late, or if somebody comes back from lunch a little late or, uh, you know, anything, something like that. I have seen her kind of be very quick to say, well, so-and-so, <laughs> we know, well, so-and-so uh-huh. don't get here until. That's <laughs> right. Right. So in watching, in, in watching and observing that behavior from her, I have been really cautious. Like, you know, she doesn't even realize it, but I have been extremely cautious of the way that I, not only what I share with her, but how I move around her. Cause you know, cause she's, you better play. Oh, you better play chess. You know what I'm saying? You got to be one step ahead of the girls because, you know, oh, you know what I'm saying? Especially when we don't work together on the same project, but we do answer to the same person. Um, and I feel like right. if you would dry snitch on somebody to me, you will definitely dry snitch on, on me to the to the boss. So just Hell be yeah. mindful of those kinds of things. So the rules that I have for myself is, you know, just, you know, being conscious of the things that I say being mindful and and paying attention to how people engage in other relationships. And finally, um, not uh, trying to, trying to treat everyone in a, like to treat everyone consistently Um, and and, and being, Mm -hmm. and, you know, being humble. I mean, I can acknowledge when you know and, and being upfront, so like if it, if it's a day where I'm just not feeling it, or if it's a day where I just need to keep to myself, I will actually articulate that. Hey guys, listen. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna move. Listen, my door's gonna be cracked. That means before you come to my door to knock on it, think to yourself: Is this absolutely critical? To, <laughs> to you know what I'm saying? It's knocking on this door right now. Absolutely critical. Um, so, and you know, yeah. And when I'm good, I'm good. And when I'm not, and I need a little space, I'm not. And I try to be as forthright with that information as possible. 
So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I just thought it would be cool for us to talk about uh, talk about this and kind of share because uh, our as our listener emails and <laughs> and uh, Twitter news feeds <laughs> suggest, you know, we're all out here trying to navigate our respective work environments and um, in the spirit of our show, you know. <laughs> These are some things that will kind of make sure that our that our relationships in the workplace are as grown as possible and and not childish. Right. Now, mind you, on a positive note. There are there are relationships sometimes that that you develop, because like Kia said, you spend so much of your time in the workplace that there are times where um, you do develop lifelong friendships. Um, I have Antoinette who I met at work. Um, it just so happened that she had around the way curls and then, you know, and all of that. But I met Antoinette at work. You know what I'm saying? And she has become one of my closest friends. And so there are times where you do, um, you do find a person who you can confide in and you can talk to. And sometimes those rules, you know, you're able to break those because you found something in another person. But on a on a more on a majority scale <laughs> everything uh all of the points that Kia brought out are key points in helping you to maintain a healthy balance healthy working relationships and um and healthy boundaries within the workplace yay yay so yeah let us know um if you have any any experiences or stories or tips that you feel could be added to our discussion um please share um like i said Jaden, like i often say Jaden and i are not here as any kinds of authorities or <laughs> anything like nah, that these are not, not rules. rules they're not hard <laughs> and fast we're not in here telling you what to do so to speak but um we're just sharing information that we've either learned through our own lived experience or through research that we have done um on our own um that will give us some give us all some things to think about or also things that you guys have thrown out in the kitchen table talk suggestions and also an honesty box question sometimes we're able to turn those into kitchen table talk so if we have a number of emails about coworkers we're going to have a discussion right. about coworkers <laughs> <laughs> yeah man uh and hopefully we can k- kill uh these 33 birds with one stone that's it uh, so yeah, let us know your chime in, chime in. Let us know your thoughts and reactions. Um, if we've missed anything, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and we'll be happy to keep the conversation going because you know we be back every week. That's it. All right, then you ready to move on to honesty box? Let's move on to the honesty box. Honestly, truly, it's time for the honesty box. Oh. What is that? What's happening? <laughs> I don't know. I have no clue. That's not yours. Oh my god! I must have pressed. That's, I'm, there's a that's not, <laughs> there's a button on here that says dramatic piano at the top, and it just started playing. I, I no. thought you were providing music for the honesty box. I was so like, this is stupid. actually pretty I didn't pretty realize fit. that those buttons were up there. I must have pressed them accidentally. <laughs> I do apologize. 
Well, the subject of this Odyssey <laughs> box is forbidden vibes. That so I feel like that weird. music was kind of fitting. <laughs> that was oh my gosh. I was like, Yo, what? I just thought you was editing the, I thought I you was editing the show. I don't spot. have that kind of time. I was like, I was like you Holy freestyle God. edit. So anyway. <sighs> Ooh, okay. Let me bring it back. Hey. All right. Hello, cousins. Sue. Please call okay, me that's Sue. That's quite a, a moniker. <laughs> <laughs> hey Sue <laughs> right what up Sue what, what up Sue love listening to you both and your truly Ooh. genuine perspectives on this thing we call adulting oh, I have save you. you sure do what I'm vibing and lusting over a friend alright oh hell we're both married and have families as mm. a matter of fact our families get together and chill a lot seem to have connected to each other what? we talk and text often but nothing what? crosses the line but i wouldn't mind more i know that it's risking our families but i'm so tempted that if the opportunity huh? presented itself i take it please help Conf- in lusting sue sue <laughs> sue you are sue, up girl. to your wig and mess girl. what okay Wig deep. Wig I mean, deep. I mean the <laughs> To the lace, honey. You are at the, like the lace. You're the up to the bleached knots. Right. The bleached knots of your frontal are just literally <laughs> steeping. Matter like fact, they the are literally just hairs, resting in the mess. I am, uh, I mean, honestly, what, what, what is, she's asking for help as far as. <laughs> what do you want? I don't what know do you what she's tell you. It's a terrible I'm not sure idea. What she like, what here, Sue. I'm gonna let you go first. Sue, I understand that every single episode <laughs> we tell you guys, we are not here to tell you what to do. And we're not professionals. That, you know, you are I here. Am not we are a professional. just here to try to offer some guidance. We're not professional. You know, you you, you should take us um, as seriously <laughs> as you take your big cousins. You know what I'm saying? Howsomever. <laughs> Sue, this is a terrible, terrible idea. Okay, this is this is foul. <laughs> First of all, it's foul. Okay, it's foul on your part to your partner. It's foul to because I know you, you and old girl got a relationship. Like y'all, you said your family's chill a lot, so you have some sort. Of, so it's foul to her. It's foul. Like come on, it's just foul all around. And you guys have kids. This is messy. This is very, very, very messy. VV messy. <laughs> and it's not a good idea. No good can come of this. Oh, You're going to get 15 minutes of satisfaction. And then what? This is a terrible idea. Now, if you don't want to be with your husband anymore, <laughs> then what you need to do is balls up, titty up, whatever, and say, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not happy in this relationship. I don't want to do something that is going to disrespect you and disrespect our union. And this is where my head is at. You know what I'm saying? Like go that direction and then you can do whatever you want, but doing it like this, VV terrible. I mean, I, I don't know what, um, show like, and I say all the show, I think, uh, I don't know if the email did the email say so did she say who okay we know that both she and her best friend are married we know that she and her best friend mm-hmm. are have children with their partners respective partners right well she didn't say her best friend she just said her friend 
She just said she's lusting over a friend. We're both married and have families and our families get together and chill a lot. So we, but we've connected to each other. So she doesn't really mention the other woman, but you saying that, that y'all kick it as families means that you have a relationship in some capacity with this other woman. This sounds like a bad BET Arabesque film. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't really know if, um, yeah. I don't know what would be. titled it Forbid- Forbidden Vibes. And that's what it should be called. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, okay, so I don't know what, I'm interested to know what would give her the impression that this, because I mean, because she sounds like, I'm I'm stunned that she's presenting this as a question as if there is there is an inkling of or a, a chance or possibility well, she, that she said they talk a lot and they text all the time. She said it hasn't crossed but the about line. What she though? Like are they texting about like, oh okay, girl, we're gonna take the kids to Chuck E. Cheese on Saturday, or are they talking about like sexual things? Because Oh, I think this is with the nigga. So she oh wait. <laughs> Please hold. You telling me that she's texting the friend's partner? I believe so. Oh. I was thinking. Wait, hold on. I need some more information. Either way. Okay, wait a minute. She actually doesn't say. Because when I hear it. She actually. I'm hearing. Okay, so. <laughs> I need some clarification. I feel like it's not going to change my answer, though. Either way, you slice it. Because when not. I hear this, no, I'm not. hearing Sue saying, like, Sue got a, her, Sue and her good Judy Connie, you know, be bumping gums at the laundry mat. Like, you know, they just be shooting the breeze and talking about, you know, the kids and the, what kids get into. And their respective partners, you know, sometimes get together for devil eggs and barbecue chicken on the weekend. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then, you know, Sue is thinking that, I was thinking that when she was saying, I text Sue sometimes. Maybe I don't know. I I I didn't think that she actually. I'm looking. I'm reading it right now, and she literally makes no reference to whether it is the male or the or the female in the or the spouse, right? So we don't know whether that we don't know if if Sue is texting the friend or texting the partner. The friends, yeah. Partner. We don't know which one it is, yeah. But it doesn't matter either way. It's terrible all around. <laughs> I'm so confused. It's not a good idea. It's not a good idea. So, you have a family. Were... <laughs> Are you really? You want to risk that for real? I for mean, real? like you really want to risk that? If 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 it, so let me just ask you this: is is your relation your desire for a relationship? Is it purely? Is your lust, like you said, lust, right? You you just want right. physical, you're physically attracted to your friend and your friend's partner and or your friend's partner. And this is, you know, whatever you're seeking is purely physical. It's all carnal. You don't want to build a relationship. You just want to, you know, bump uglies. <laughs> so if that be the case, just, just, I, had tea in my I mouth. just want to know <laughs> if, if you bump at uglies with your friend oh, or your friend's partner and or your friend's partner, because I'm not clear. <laughs> you gave us uh, the, the context is, it's obscure. Is it worth? This is a cryptic email. <laughs> I just want to know, I guess the question that you should ask yourself is sexually engaging sexually with whomever you're lusting after. Is it worth? the possibility of ruining your entire relationship and family. I think that's the question you need to answer 
Um, and that, that based on that answer, you will know whether or not this is something that you should pursue or something that you should try your very best <laughs> to get over. <laughs> Unintended. Yeah, you you um yeah, but just for our own curiosity, <laughs> we just want to know who you're talking I'm about. So I mean, <laughs> this, this what's worded in such know. a way that it's actually quite uh it's super cryptic. Yeah. Man. It is. So come on now. You got to give us more than that. But but yes, it is not a good idea because again, you have you have called you said you were lusting. You used the word lusting. And so physical gratification is never worth risking your entire family. It's not. It's just not. So there are ways to get around it, and we can talk about that. But um, <laughs> as far as the, you entertaining this idea and just asking strictly about you entertaining this idea, I'm just here to tell you as a friend, it's not a good idea. Yeah, girl. We say this with love, but get somewhere and sit down. Just have a seat. Yeah. <laughs> sit down, Sue. Sue, don't lay down. Get yourself a seat, girl. Get yourself a seat and just breathe deeply and just think critically about the the You're doing a lot. Just you just 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 be seated in the presence and just (laughs) think think for a while. Think for a moment about your loins. Yes, girl. Yes, exactly. Think think with your intellect and not your loins. But yes, indeed, we say this with all the love um, and like loving, like your loving older cousin. Well, we're not even older. Did she say how old she was? No. Uh, like your loving cousins who, you know, I love you enough to tell you when you are about to do something <laughs> foolish. Fuck up. <laughs> do something foolish, girl. I mean, just. Oh, heaven help us all. But yeah, girl, thank you for listening and thank you for writing in and trusting us with such a uh, such a, a critical decision. <laughs> this is a very important decision. I want you to remember that. Um, like Jay said, this, you know, 15 minute. Um, Romp. Yeah. This roll in the hay. Is it worth your life and livelihood <laughs> as you know it? It's not. not. I doubt it, but I mean, I don't know. It might be. Uh, I mean, maybe her friend is Safari. (laughs) 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 Oh, gee. (laughs) Well, in that case, no. (laughs) Nope, nope, nope. Let's move right along to the petty piece. Let us make haste. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) To the peeves of petty. To the peeves of pettydom. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. Petty peeves. Petty peeves. Petty peeves. Thank you, Tony. Um, So, petty (laughs) peeves this week. (laughs) Uh, Tony Tony Braxton is uh, don't bring her into this please don't be out of the rain don't be out in the rain she's just like uh, Anita Bakes a Bakesa 
Anita Baker, she, she just doesn't. She, I mean, her and Anita Baker, neither of them close their mouths. Okay. We have to be What's your petty piece? Sorry. Yes, you're absolutely right. Um boom, okay. Perf. Um, my petty peeve this week is for some of our beautiful listeners. Oh, hey, my baby! <laughs> I love us. Hey, is this about babies. to be a I love us for real moment? I love us for real, but <laughs> so I say everything that I say with love. Please remember this always, my sweeties. Um. This is getting grown with Kia and Jade. With Jade and Kia. Oh, boy. It's the both of us together. This is my sis. <laughs> um, and I appreciate a, a lot of you. I know there are those who write in with specific questions. Um, and, I, you know, and it's we totally get that. Whether you write in with the cooking question or you have... A question about how to navigate in the education of the world. Um, but when you write in, you've got to, it's getting grown podcast at gmail.com. So you should greet <laughs> everybody oh, in the room when you write in. Just, I, I don't like no more. Hey Jade, so I just want to know how many cups of this should I put in this? <laughs> or Hey Kia. Hey Kia, I just want to know how should I navigate this because I'm just trying to figure it out. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Like <laughs> not saying not, you know, and that's not trying being on a high horse or anything like that. It's just about being polite. When we walk into the room, we should greet everybody in the room. And so maybe you're not aware. So I'm just going to make you aware and a lot. And that's not for everybody because the, the majority of you are, are polite. So it's just a friendly reminder that we want to make sure that we greet everybody in the room when we write in. Okay. Let it out. Sis. I love us for real. Hey, I my sweet babies. Real. Did you point your fingers like Monique when you were saying hey, that? Because, because. Okay. <laughs> Because it's rude when you write. <laughs> no, because I, I, it's it's just it's it's just something that's small, but it's just something that we're just going to make make our sweet babies aware of. I have two petty peeves. One is from a listener. <laughs> I just felt like that was all. There was nothing else to be said after that, so I just jumped right in. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get busy. Uh, one from a listener and one is my own. Which one should I do first? Oh, I love a listener, Petty P. Oh. We haven't done one in a while. Yes, let's do it. This is from my good friend, Candace Olivia. Uh, she wrote into the show, uh, Candace Olivia of CandaceOliviaBeauty.com. You guys check that out in your leisure. 
Uh, but plug, 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 indeed, plug. Uh, she is the self-proclaimed princess of petty. And as such, I wonder what has <laughs> taken her so long to submit her petty peeve. But since she has finally graced her with her petty presence, I thought it would be in our uh, it was only right. You know what I'm saying? For us to read her submission. So she writes, good afternoon, ladies. Two of us, not just uh, one. Hey, hey Candace. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh god you're hilarious uh, she says as a self-proclaimed princess of petty I can't believe it's taken me so long to submit a petty peeve yet here we are I write this as a result of listening to this week's getting grown on my way to work the only thing our plus commutes in the DMV are good for agreed and then sirens started blaring emergency vehicles out the ass are trying to make their way through already congested roads during rush hour and what are these niggas doing not moving. <laughs> My petty peeves is niggas who blatantly will not move to allow an emergency mm. vehicle, police, ambulance, mm. fire truck to get to said emergency. What in the entire fuck could one be thinking <laughs> by not letting them get to where they need to go? What if you, it was your loved one that they were trying to get to mm. or transport? I would be damned if I have to ever hear. Well, you know, we could have saved them if we had a few more minutes, but traffic was bad. Nigga, this is your time to speak. This is your time to run the light. This is your time to get the entire fuck out of the way. Uh, please <laughs> do that. Candace Rice, I, well. I just had to get that off my chest. Y'all niggas be blessed. Can't wait for next week's episode. Sincerely, Candace Olivia. Um, I read that. Say it from the mountain. Listen, Candace she Olivia. said that from her chest. I respected her anger. I tried to read it the exact way that she wrote it because I felt like I f- I felt all it. of that needed to be included <laughs> and needed mm-hmm. to be a part of mm-hmm. the message so Candace, I hope that I did you proud the second petty peeve is uh, of my own uh, petty origins um <laughs> I Takiya Nicole Robinson the first I am tired <laughs> I'm weary I am worn of the ways of the world world. specifically the ways of trifling married men who constantly find themselves in my direct messages i feel like at one point in life married men when they would approach you they would at least have the decency to at least act as if they were single Right. I felt like I feel like they would do things to be discreet about their infidelity. Yeah. Um, and they no. they would, you know, I felt like at least make some attempt to res- approach you, you know, respectfully. But n- niggas be having they they ring fingers and they profile pictures like Beyonce. First of all, put a ring on first of all, <laughs> I'm telling you, this man had a picture of his his avatar was a picture of his wife and two children. his avatar was a picture of his wife and two children when you go to his page and you look at his recent images there are pictures of him and his beautiful wife on valentine's day these are the captions this is so this man is clearly like this the valentine's day that was just about two weeks ago this man is clearly married and clearly has two just about two weeks ago exactly Clearly has two children as a result of this marriage. Mm. 
Mm. And it's in my DMs. Um, And like not even on. First of all, just let's just let's just say let's just say that there was a a reason like for, for whatever. There was a reason that he needed to direct message me. Let's just say that there was some odd reason. Right. No, he there was a reasonable reason. Right. Even still, would you expect him to say, hello, how are you doing? My name is such and such. I have a question. Something like that. No. Right. I'm tweeting. What do you I'm say? tweeting about whatever the hell I'm tweeting about. It could be anything. It could be macaroni and cheese. It could be a scripture. It could be some Beyonce lyrics. Because my timeline is a cornucopia of crazy. We all know that. But it, one thing that it, it almost never is, is about like me and my relationship or sexual uh, anything. Like I don't talk about that on Twitter because right. that's just not me. No. no shade to anybody who does, but that's never been me or who I am. So I don't understand Same. niggas who lead with that um, and expect to get anywhere. But that's a long, you know, long story short. He is in my DMs with two words, them hips. <laughs> that nigga literally said them hips. And I was just like, so this is so stunningly disrespectful. Like, and he continued to like, he continued the conversation. Like I'm saying you're, you're being disrespectful. And he took that as, okay, well, let me keep going. And I don't remember exactly what he said now because he's blocked, but it was something like them hips can be wrapped around my head or something. And I'm just like, what? Literally, this happens to me more than I care to admit. And it would be one thing if these men were at least single, like if if they appeared to be single um, through their social media pages. But I'm telling you, these men are clearly married and and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of married men in my DMs and that's just my petty. I don't know if it's a petty peeve or uh, I don't know what it is, but I'm just here to say I'm sick of it. I'm sick of, I'm sick of married men in my DMs. Sick of it. Tell anybody who needs to know that. (laughs) I don't care. I'm just tired. And stop. Tristan knows the hell better. Like what? Well, also, it, it makes knows. me so sad it's because really I just not. wonder, like, what his expectation was. What, what is, what was his? That's the same thing. What were you gonna say? <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's the same thing with niggas who will go in my DMs. I have whole pictures of my family on all over my social media. Um, so for you to get in my, it's you. You are literally you are going to miss you're going to shoot your shot and you are going to miss every single time you're never going to land i am never going to entertain you i had a nigga who would send me my own picture he send a post and put a hard eyes and then he'd say hey and then he just send a heart shut up so i just like why for what i'm not getting ready to entertain you nigga and next next level is I'm going to find your wife. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> so, like you've already put her picture. Like you've uh, like I don't know if you've tagged her. I'm sure if I were to search through his page, maybe she would be tagged somewhere. Like what if I were to just screenshot this and send it to her? Like what about that? I don't know. Right. I'm, I'm going to send this to your wife. Like hey, get your nigga out of my DMs. It's just so stupid, and I'm sick of it. And 
I just feel bad because if I was really one of the bad, bad bitches on Twitter, this would happen to me a whole lot more than it does. And I probably would just have to cancel my entire social media existence because it really gets under my skin. If even if it aside from um, aside from the disrespectful way, uh, you know, it's, it's the disrespect in him and being married and still approaching me. um. Aside from that, I'm t- I'm tired of people just not knowing how to approach me. Like, even if he was single, them hips is not a way that you get my attention. Absolutely it's like, not. It is never that's a way not, to get anybody. I know. Attention. I have had these very hips for 35 years of my life. Like, this is, I am very <laughs> familiar with them. I see them every day, all day long, like, Listen, and if you want to compliment me on my shape, if you if you like my shape, if you think that it's attractive, then say that. But don't just be like, don't call me, don't don't approach me, don't lead with that. That's not. I don't feel like that's gonna. No. Don't objectify me. Them hips are actually no. attached to a person who has a brain and intellect and something to say, and who has you know. I just feel like that's so late. That's so late. And it's I just what, wish what, that we, we would get behind, like, I wish we would get beyond that. Like, just say, hey, just say, hey, how you doing? Just say, how are you? Just say. And only if you're single. Only if you're, and only if there is no marriage license on file with your name and social security number on it. Please and thank you. Don't be coming up in my DMs with no wife, no girlfriend, no <laughs> fiance. Come on. Like. None of and stop being nigga. filthy. If your children are in your avatar, stop being filthy because that's nasty. Yeah. Because the last thing I <laughs> want to do is it's look gross. at your Avi and it's your two sweet babies. Um, I can't. Uh, uh, Her Majesty and Her Highness. And <laughs> then here you are talking about you want you want me to wrap my legs around your head. Like, what are you doing right now? That's like the nigga who tried to holler at me at the bodega with his daughter attached to him. I was like, get out of here, nigga, and go buy your child some ice cream like what are you doing right now anyway that's all guys i love us for real i love us for real that's all we got this week on getting grown oh ho we got an announcement <laughs> what i do if you want me to do it uh okay, you could do uh, okay so, uh, uh, ladies and uh, uh, non-men, uh, <laughs> just kidding. I just said I had to do that because of our, our shout out to my sister. I, I didn't mean that. Literally calling all persons, who, or however you identify. Jade and I are very pleased to announce that uh, we will be having our very first live show. Oh. Oh my gracious, this is actually happening. So yes, we'll be having our live show on Friday, uh, April 13th, Friday the 13th. Oh God, was that on purpose? Okay, I don't Friday so. the 13th at 8 p.m. We will be having our live show in Washington, D.C. Yes, and so... The show, yes, go ahead. Oh, tickets will go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m., um and apparently it's limited space so please do that get that get those tickets listen let me explain something to you come real close we ask y'all 
if we were to have a live show, would y'all come? So this is me asking you, don't have us out here looking stupid. Don't have y'all us better out here come to this dumb. live show. And you might, please don't have us out here looking stupid. You might want to because um, we're going to do a live kitchen table talk um, segment with our good sis, Crystal. So, yes, indeed. So getting grown live show DC. It is our one year anniversary show as this is oh episode 50, which means in t- yes, it is episode after Two next weeks. is going to be yeah. a one year show. And so therefore you guys don't have us out here. Like you guys talk, you talk about it, you stand behind us, you support us, you stand behind Teep typing fast. There's going to be some getting grown merch that you guys have been asking Come on, for. come on. And so... Every day. April 13th, DC, 8 p.m. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. And the links this will Friday. all be posted all over social media. So make sure you check it, yep. check it out. So... Oh, yeah, and man. then we'll be, also this weekend... Yeah. yeah. Oh, my This bad. weekend, actually... No, 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 you're good. <laughs> uh, this weekend, uh, on Saturday, March 10th, as you all know, the Reed will have their sold out show in Washington, D.C., the Reed Live. So if you have your tickets, good news. Jade and I will be there hey. uh, hosting the Q&A with Asante at the uh, the Reed Live, D.C. Um, so please come and say hi. Um, and we will have a, a wang dang doodle. It'll be awesome. So yeah, just like Jade said, this Friday the 9th, Friday, March 9th, tickets for the Getting Grown Live show, our one-year anniversary show, will go on sale on gettinggrownlive.com. Getting Grown, first-year anniversary show featuring Crystal West. Please, please, please come and have a party with us. We're going to gather around the kitchen table and have a good time. I'm scared to death, but I'm hoping <laughs> that you all will join us. And please, hopefully that you will come and shake my hand, pat my knee and tell me that it's going to be all right in the morning. Please, please come and be nice. Um, And we're going to have a good time. But if you're coming to the read, you're going to have an awesome time. We'll see you guys on March 10th. Yes. So we'll see you guys this weekend and we will see you guys April 13th. We'll be sure to make sure that we post all of the links um, on the Twitter, on the Instagram, on the Facebook. It'll be everywhere. Mm-hmm. So you guys will be everywhere able to purchase those tickets and not make us look dumb. Uh, and we'll Please. see you next week. In the meantime, um, make sure you guys are prepping and drinking your water and moisturizing and minding your business because your black will crack if it's dry. Bye. Peace out.